6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. It's chilling to think of determined efforts to instill a sense of inferiority, to rob people of their cultural identity, to sever their roots, and to consider all the personal and social efforts that this continues to entail, unresolved traumas that have become intergenerational traumas. I truly felt the sincerity in Pope Francis's words. I felt that he truly translated the truths that we all shared this week from his head into his heart. For the deplorable conduct of these members of the Catholic Church, I ask for God's forgiveness, and I want to say to you with all my heart, I am very sorry, and I join my brothers, the Canadian bishops, in asking your pardon. I have uh, forgiven them, and I do accept the uh, Pope's apology because it's going to make me healthy and I'll go on with my life and not have to live in the past. It has been an emotional day for Indigenous Canadians who have finally, finally received an apology from the Roman Catholic Church for its role in the residential school system. Pope Francis made that historic apology. You heard part of it at the Vatican earlier today, begging forgiveness and telling about 190 Indigenous delegates that he hopes to visit Canada around the Feast of St. Anna. Uh, which falls on July 26th, a historic day. And thanks for joining me on it. My name is Jalen Nye. It's April 1st, a Friday at 3.08, more than 25 years after the last residential school closed in Canada. Yes, Pope Francis apologized for the grave and lasting harm caused by the church and state-sponsored residential school systems. That apology was one of the calls to action in the Truth and Reconciliation Commission report. There were 94 uh, recommendations in that report, and that apology was number 58. It was a live-streamed apology, As mentioned, about 190 Indigenous survivors, elders, knowledge keepers, youth and leaders uh, that were there to hear it, to witness it. And the Pope said he was deeply grieved by the stories of abuse, hardship and discrimination he heard throughout the week. You'll know that over the past week that um, this group of, of leaders has had many different audiences with Pope Francis often extending longer than the original hour that it was slated for, going into two hours, day after day. When you take a look back, and you know, or we've certainly all been learning more of the history and certainly being made more aware of the history, we know that Canada's residential school system saw about 150 thousand indigenous children taken from their families um, their culture taken from them and um, it was all an effort to and we've heard this 
you know, take the Indian out of the child. That's how it was described. We know that between four, 6,000 died from abuse, disease, malnutrition. There was physical abuse. There was sexual violence by priests and nuns. And all of this really coming into sharp focus over the past year and a half. I think for, for many Canadians, as we learned of the work being done to identify the bodies of children in unmarked graves on the lands of residential schools, the original over 200 at, out, uh, at the, the school out near Kamloops, and then we've heard report after report after wor- report. And we know that the work being done here, being led by some of the uh, the folks at the University of Alberta, that work continues. So the Pope today, in his comments, saying that he felt indignation and shame. Indignation because he says it is not right to accept evil and even worse to grow accustomed to evil as if it were an inevitable part of the historical process. The Pope made the apology in Italian, and it, and it lasted almost in about 10 minutes. But I want to play some of it. We'll start with this. For the deplorable conduct of these members of the Catholic Church, I ask for God's forgiveness, and I want to say to you with all my heart, I am very sorry, and I join my brothers, the Canadian bishops, in asking your pardon. Pope Francis earlier today, yes, I want to say with all my heart, I'm very sorry. Pope Francis went on to say that all of the things that had happened were contrary to the gospel of Jesus Christ for the deplorable conduct of these members of the Catholic Church. He said he asked God's forgiveness. And then those words, I'm very sorry. I also feel shame. I'm saying it now and I'm repeating it. Sorrow and shame for the role that a number of Catholics, particularly those with educational responsibilities, have had in all these things that wounded you, in the abuses you suffered and in the lack of respect shown for your identity, your culture, and even your spiritual values. And the Pope went on to talk about ideological colonization. He said it remains rampant in the world today, and it was driven by greed and thirst for profit with little concern for people, their history, traditions, and home. And I think... Um, A number of the survivors who were there, um, who have spoken since the apology, have said that the fact that he acknowledged the impacts of intergenerational trauma in his apology was 
an important part. It's chilling to think of determined efforts to instill a sense of inferiority, to rob people of their cultural identity, to sever their roots, and to consider all the personal and social efforts that this continues to entail unresolved traumas that have become intergenerational traumas. 3.14 this afternoon, and so the reaction continues to uh, to come in to uh, this, this historic apology. And, you know, at the end of it, the only opinion, if it goes far enough, is, is uh, the only opinion that matters, really, if it goes far enough, if it's enough, is from the Indigenous uh, community. I know there's a number of people saying, hey, okay, well, what about... What about money? What about, you know, um, support moving forward from the Catholic Church? We know that in the in the 94 recommendations in the TRC that that um, that there are asks for support for numerous different areas when it comes, you know, from one extreme uh, to the next. And I urge you to take a look at those 94 recommendations. And what about those who perpetrated the sexual offenses, uh, the physical sexual violence. How many of them are still alive and should they be charged? Do we track those people down as well and hold them to account? Phil Fontaine was asked um, his response to what he heard today. He said he was hopeful that the apology would happen. I know that there were some that were expecting that it wouldn't happen until the Pope was on, um, was in Canada. But Phil Fontaine is saying that, you know what, it was, it was very emotional this morning. I didn't think he would say, I am sorry. I didn't think I would hear him say how he felt shame for uh, and guilt for what the church did to our people and that was phil fontaine chief gerald antoine he spoke to reporters afterwards in saint peter's square today is a day that we've been waiting for and certainly one that will be uplifted in our history his holiness pope francis head of the catholic church has issued a long overdue apology for the Roman Catholic role in church-run residential school. And Inuit leader Nathan Obed uh, was in the room when that apology happened. He had this reaction. Behind the cover-ups, behind the indifference over 100, over 100 years, behind the lies, behind the lack of justice, this Pope, Pope Francis, decided to go right through it and decided to speak words that First Nations, Inuit and Métis have been longing to hear for decades. Well, still uh, some more comments uh, I wanted to get to regarding the uh, the papal apology today um, for um, the residential school system in this country. And uh, you'll remember that conversation that I had with Chief Wilton Littlechild just last week before, like he was heading out on the plane to Rome the next morning. And I asked him specifically, specifically um, about why it mattered so much. And, and this was this was his answer. But when one says 
I'm sorry. It's you need an opportunity to say I forgive you, uh. and we haven't had that opportunity. I did that myself personally when the Prime Minister apologized on behalf of Canada. I went and thanked him, and I said I forgive. Um, then people will begin to feel a sense of healing. And once that healing um, is experienced, then they'll have a sense of justice. Then you can go into reconciliation. So that was Chief Wilton Littlechild uh, explaining last week why the words were so very important. Today, he said he felt a swell of emotions as he heard the Pope apologize at the Vatican today for the Catholic Church's role in residential schools. And the words came on the Chief's 78th birthday. And today is Chief Littlechild's 78th birthday. And he says it was especially meaningful because during the 14 years he attended residential school as a child in Alberta, he wasn't allowed to celebrate. I asked him about that. What would it mean to hear that apology on his birthday? And this is what he said. Well, I'd have to say that would be the... Um, the biggest birthday present I could ever get, having been called the world's biggest fool because it's April Fool's Day. <laughs> I can say, well, I might have been the biggest fool in the world, but I have this um, commitment that he's going to come to Canada, commitment that he's going to say I'm sorry to the survivors um, and have an opportunity to express my forgiveness as well. So that was Chief Wilton Littlechild, and uh, if you've if you've been on social media, if you've been on any of the uh, the websites, the news websites, you'll likely have seen some of the video um, about what happened afterwards when they came out into the square, when everyone came out and into the square, and um, just a beautiful scene of uh, the uh, music playing, dance happening. And it was wonderful to see uh, Chief Littlechild as well and uh, get up and and uh, and dance a little bit as well. And uh, people were joining in from all cultures. If you get a chance to take a look at it, I'm going to urge you to do that. It brought, brought tears to my eyes, to say the least. So, yeah, a number of you saying, hey, I think everyone should read the entire truth uh, the, the the entire TRC report. I mean, I just went back over the the uh, ninety four recommendations to take a closer look at them. But you can find it very easily online if you're so inclined to do so.